The following was originally broadcast on Northumberland 89.7 FM. For more podcasts and learn more about us, go to northumberland897.ca. And thank you for downloading this podcast. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts and guests of Reality Realty are not necessarily the views or opinions of Northumberland 89.7 FM. The information given is designed to be informative and helpful. You should always consult a professional when buying or selling your home. This is Reality Realty, building a real estate informed community, one monumental show at a time. As we look back on 2018, we might take note of some noteworthy events such as U.S. President Donald Trump imposing $60, million, $60 billion rather, dollars worth of tariffs on Chinese imports. Or we may look at the summit in Singapore between North Korea leader Kim Jong-un and U.S. President Donald Trump, quite a, quite a monumental and historic event. Or maybe we think back to Apple, uh, Apple Macintosh, becoming the first American uh, publicly uh, listed company to reach $1 trillion in value. Or we might take it a bit closer to home and we might think of Drake surpassing the Beatles, surpassing the Beatles record of most singles in Billboard Hot 100. Well, now it's time to look back on something that's, that really matters. We're going to be looking at real estate in Northumberland County over the 2018 calendar year. So grab yourself a seasonal apple cider, eggnog, or hot chocolate, and settle in for your Thursday morning real estate forum where we take on, talk about, and interview guests on all things real estate with a direct focus on Northumberland County and the communities within it. I'm Dale Bryant and I'm an active real estate broker with Royal LePage Pro Alliance Realty Brokerage and our show sponsor is SMM Law. Sarah Jacob and her team can professionally protect your real estate interests and they're also helping to make Reality Realty possible each and every week. Today's co-host is someone who's been part of a few real estate conversations over the 2018 calendar year. We have Carol Ann Bryant, mortgage broker with Dominion Lending Centers Alliance with us here this morning. Good morning, Carol Ann. Good morning, Dale. How are you this morning? I'm doing well. Okay. And here we are back I knew we'd, we'd get you in one more time before oh, the yeah. holidays. Wrapping well, up the year. Is there any way you can say, oh, yeah, any differently? <laughs> I knew we'd get you back in one more time before the, the holidays. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right on. Okay. Well, Carolyn, we're yes. going to start the show off first with Snapshot for December 13, 2018. It's your local report on what's happening in the Northumberland real estate market. There have been 91 single-family residential sales over this past month. And that's up, that's actually up one sale over last week's report. It leaves us with a declining inventory of 348 residential listings for sale. 
And people are always asking, I'll just stop for a second there. People are always asking about real estate in December, whether it's active and whether it's worth keeping a home on the market or not. Well, we, we saw this week's report actually had one more sale than last week's report. But if we look back at the actual inventory and how many people are actually listing or leaving their home on the market, I'll just take it back. One, two, three, four, five, six. For the last seven weeks, we have been decreasing each and every week. Uh, week se- uh, seven weeks ago, we were at actually at 461 active listings, and it keeps going down, down, down to today's 348. Mm-hmm. Average listing price of successful sales over the past year rises slightly to $414,000. And during the past year, people have received on average approximately 98% of their asking price in a market time of 47 days. Here in Northumberland County, we're still in a seller's market with an absorption rate at approximately 26% based on the past month's sales trend. And that means we have a residential home inventory that can satisfy approximately 3.8 months of sales at the rate homes have been selling. Where do I get this information? Well, do I tell. Yeah, do tell. I get this information from CoreLogic's matrix system. And you cannot just log on to the matrix system. That is a realtor only for Northumberland County Realtors. Mm -hmm. Uh, You have to be part of the board and it's a realtor only uh, system. So how do you as buyers and sellers in the general public get access to this information? Well, you get it through your local realtor who's a member of this Northumberland board. And why bother with these stats? Well, fact is, I like to say the dollars are in the details. And this information that uh, this information here is information you and your realtor are going to want to look over when you're buying or selling a home. And you don't just want this general information. You want to be more area-specific, specific to the property type you're dealing with and the price band it's in. Snapshot is a look at the whole Northumberland-wide stats. And so your local realtor can help you understand the specific market information that's most relevant to you. So, Carol Ann... Yes, Dale. Mortgage rates. Do you have today's mortgage rates handy? I do. I hope so. (laughs) (laughs) They remain unchanged. Unchanged. Yeah. Five-year fixed as low as 3.59%. Five-year variable as low as prime minus 1.10%. Prime is currently 3.95%, so your interest rate would be 2.85. And obviously, conditions apply. You must qualify for these rates. As always. As always. So mortgage rates obviously come to us from mortgage broker Carol Ann Bryant with Dominion Lending Centers Alliance. And that is a current snapshot of the residential real estate market right here in Northumberland County. And especially today, Carol Ann, since this is a show show of opinions... Uh Uh, As we look back on the last year, I should say that the views and opinions expressed on Reality Realty 
or of any of the articles presented do not represent the views and opinions of the station of the Northumberland Hills Association of Realtors, of any real estate brokerage or realtor. There simply are views and opinions at this time. Indeed. Now, they might be the views of some of those intelligent bodies that think like us. <laughs> okay. All right. Just putting it out there. Just having a little fun this morning on this December 13th morning. I just feel like I'm in a rather great mood this morning. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. Which I'm usually always in a good mood, but I don't know. I feel... And what, and what do you attribute this good mood to? I don't know. Sunshine? Yeah. Lack of snow? Lack of snow. Let's celebrate lack of snow. <laughs> I love it. And But who knows what tomorrow brings. So can I... Can I add a little something you, in here? It's exactly why I asked you to join me. <laughs> <laughs> so weather. So our middle daughter, mm -hmm. who has been on Aus in Australia for quite some time, sent a snap. And I'm not sure you saw it because you don't always keep up on the snaps from the girls. But she sent a snap of how hot it was in her apartment uh, yesterday. It was so hot that her jar of coconut oil which should be solidified was completely liquid oh to which i replied back don't worry you'll be cold enough soon because she's coming home for christmas it's gonna be quite a shock to her system yeah yeah it is and then i'm really looking forward to it uh yeah seeing her again this christmas season well caroline we're gonna look back at the 2018 residential well maybe residential only maybe maybe broader than that but the the 2018 real estate market and one of the things i'm thinking of one of the things is like a a star wars episode six return of the jedi analogy okay only this is return of the home inspector mm-hmm so can can you imagine uh, Dave Smith, certified home inspector, as a Jedi, okay. in the Jedi garb? Okay. Do, do you, you're looking at me like, I wonder if you even know what the Jedi is. Of course I do. Who, okay. How many times Who's have I sat Jedi? through the whole uh, binge watching of Star Wars on Boxing Day with the okay. family? There's a lot of characters there. Which ones are the Jedi? They're the good guys. Are they really? Yeah. Okay. So they're in the. They're all wearing their house coats, right? Yeah. Yeah. Luke Skywalker. Yeah. Yeah. So Dave Smith, the Jedi, Return yeah. of the Jedi, Return okay. of the Dave Smith, Home Inspector. And the reason I say that for 2018 is because in 2017. My right. goodness, if you kept putting a home inspection report in an offer, chances are you're not going to successfully get the home because chances are there were another dozen offers that you were competing with. Okay, now I see where you're going with this. Right. I was perplexed. Sometimes you got to stick with me for quite a while. <laughs> <laughs> for quite a while. So 
I mean, uh, you think about it, the, the, the Jedi, they were providing, you know, peace and justice to the universe, right? Okay, and, yeah. And Dave Smith there in his house robe with his, he wouldn't have, what, what's the lightsaber? Yeah. He might have his thermal camera, right? And he'd be there providing truth and awareness on the home's condition. Which is your local universe, right? If you're living in your home, that's like your immediate, your <laughs> okay. immediate universe. Okay. Anyways, ret- yeah. return of ret- okay. <laughs> return of the home inspector. Of, okay. We could say the same thing. We could we could say a couple other things. Return of return of the sale, uh, uh, a condition such as sale of bu- uh, buyer's home. Return of financing conditions. Mm-hmm. Just ret- thank goodness. Yeah, return of due diligence. Right. Um, return of sanity. Return of common sanity. sense, maybe common sense. I should say. Mm, yeah. No. Uh, well, I, I would say due diligence yeah. more so, because, com you you could say common sense in two thousand and seventeen just meant, if I put these items in, then I don't get a home, and that's common sense. Okay. So I mean. What do you think about 2000? When, when we look at that, what do you think about 2018, uh, the, the arena in Yeah, I'm happy. I'm happy. It was extremely stressful getting offers to purchase that had no condition of financing in them. And I had to try and scramble to get financing for those people. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Very the, stressful. The pressure would be on, wouldn't mm-hmm. it? Because they're, there was they're, no out for them. No, they're coming to you saying, here's my agreement of purchase and sale. Mm-hmm. And you'd look and, and then they'd say, can I get the financing uh, or, or get me the financing? And there was no financing condition in there. No. And there, there also was, because it was such a fast paced market, there was not a lot of people who were calling up to get pre-approved first because they were just going out and they, you know, they saw a house and they had to act on it right away. So there wasn't time to do due diligence mm-hmm. for the financing. Yeah. And interest rates were so good. It wasn't such a thing that people were worried about getting a rate hold for 120 days. So that wasn't a concern at all. But can can you remember last year? Not this year, but oh last boy. last year. <laughs> You you, is this the episode where you're trying to, at the end of the year, trip me up? Yeah. You're trying to trip me up, aren't you? Maybe. maybe okay. Maybe a little. You know I have not a good memory. Oh, uh, you got a great memory for some things. Okay. And I think you'll remember All this. All right. Do you remember if in 2017, not this year but last year, <sighs> it, did, were you put in that situation where people uh, – needed financing because they had an agreement of purchase and sale and with no financing condition and you actually couldn't get it for them? Um, I don't... So in 2017, um, I don't think so. I think actually I was able to make it work for everyone that came my way. But, I d- but a boatload of stress. Yeah, because I hadn't seen their income. I hadn't seen their credit score. Um, gee, I, I don't believe I had anybody that I, had, that I said sorry to. Well, that's, um, that's you know, fantastic. I mean, we might have had to have been creative, like mm-hmm. adding a co-signer on or, you know, 
yeah, I'm, I think, but I would have to say, had I been in the GTA area, that would be a different answer. Mm-hmm. Now, because also there was um, the problem of appraisals coming in significantly lower than what the purchase prices were. So then people had to come up with the difference in, in money. Mm-hmm. I think I had that happen, but I think they were able to come up with it somehow. I think gifted funds from parents kicked in. Mm-hmm. So so yeah. some tense, some tense Very times. tense, and, very tense. And not so tense this year because people tend to have that condition in, in 2018. And people were doing pre-approvals mm-hmm. and, and rate holds because interest rates were climbing up steadily. People were wanting to hold a rate for 120 days. And so once I did the pre-approval, then I knew they were good to go. Or mm-hmm. maybe they weren't good to go, and so we would figure out a strategy. Mm-hmm. But if they were good to go, then then it didn't it didn't matter at that point. The stress was taken off. I'm wondering about litigation. I'm thinking, and I don't have this fact here. I'm just thinking out loud on live air. Dangerous. Mm-hmm. Uh, just thinking that uh, litigation. Um, is likely less this year than last because there were a number of people who were forced to back out of firm deals, right. who just couldn't get their act in order, <clears throat> who th- changed their mind for whatever reasons, mm-hmm. and um, and I'm sure some of those some of those situations didn't go to court, and well, I know some of them didn't go to court, and I'm sure lots of them did, and so I'm thinking with more due diligence, 2018. The lawyers will have a little less work for for um, deals that were uh, walked away from mm-hmm. for breach of contract <clears throat> on real estate deals. Mm-hmm. Uh, 2018, Carol Ann, and I'm sure you've heard of this. Uh, it's not it's not what you would be the most interested in, but uh, it was such a big deal. Is Treb? Treb being the Toronto Real Estate Board, that is Canada's largest real estate board, is so large. The Treb Board is so large. How large is it, Dale? Yeah, you know, you catch it on. (laughs) 53,000 members. 53,000 members. Mm -hmm. And uh, our board, the Northumberland Mm -hmm. Hills uh, Association of Realtors, our local board, has 309 members. Mm -hmm. So 53,000 members in TREB. That is, I, I looked that up because I like looking things up. And according to a Wikipedia um, fact there, uh, and Wikipedia is saying according to the N- United Nations list, there are at least 20 small countries in the world that have a smaller population than what the TREB board has members. So we're talking about a very large group mm-hmm, of people mm-hmm. with, and all those members are paying annual mm-hmm. dues. Mm-hmm. So with a lot of resources and a lot of influence. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so they, they've been in a fight since 2011. They've been in a fight. And, and so I'll take a look, just, you know, paraphrasing what this 
issue was. In, in around 2011 or, or before then, they had certain rules, and they were trying to protect the privacy of people who had sold homes. Mm-hmm. I think they're trying to protect some of their the information that they, they gather because it's information that the Toronto Real Estate Board was gathering. And there were realtors, TREB members, who were publicly publishing uh, the sold uh, data. So the information TREB had been collecting, they were just publicly publishing all this information and so they were setting it up on the web that you could you could just go to their site and look up any and all sales that were uh, recorded on treb and treb was saying this is this is a violation of people's privacy right now that information was available to all treb members treb realtors if they were working with buyers or sellers you know you want that kind of information and because you're going to use that information to, to accurately price your home, to accurately know if the home you're looking at is priced right. So there were realtors who had been, you know, well, as a realtor, you could have used that information on a one-on-one like that. And it was, Treb had no problem with that. But just to make it public uh, knowledge and publicly uh published, they were saying that's violating a lot of people's privacy and they weren't allowing it. So they obviously, Treb then, had discipline. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure if it was fines or if it was, I'm sure eventually if you didn't uh, cease and desist, you would have lost your membership. So the, the members started fighting back and they got the competition bureau on their side. And so you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a break, and I'm oh, gonna we're talk. We're gonna be in suspense, and now. we're gonna be in suspense okay. about how you know because I'm thinking we watch some shows and 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 cliffhanger. They do cliffhangers. Okay, Treb so Treb cliffhanger. This is a Treb cliffhanger okay. on what happened in Stay 2018. Tuned. So, folks, you've been listening to Reality Realty on Northumberland 89.7 FM. Stay with us. We'll be right back, and we're going to continue this cliffhanger on the Treb court case. Welcome back. This is Northumberland 89.7 FM's Reality Realty with Dale Bryant. And I have with us here Carol Ann Bryant, mortgage broker with Dominion Lending Centers Alliance. And our topic this morning is looking back on 2018 in the real estate market and, and uh, looking ahead. Does it feel like ahead. the whole year has gone by to you? Not at all, not, but not ever. Yeah. I just, I'm sitting here thinking, what happened? Yeah. I feel like we recently got back from, we took a wee vacation at the beginning of the year, which tends to be a slower time for you. Mm -hmm. I feel like we recently got back from that and everything is a blur since then. Yeah. Do you, do you remember a cartoon comic that that used to be in the newspapers called Family Circle. Yeah. So it was a one diagram, a one illustration uh, segment with uh, with a little line underneath. And, and I remember, you know, you saying this to me makes me think back 
uh, one of those. And I was young when when I saw this. This was this is decades ago. I'm pretty young, and it was the the kids in the family of family circle, and they were they, you could tell they were walking, and they were walking up, and there was this big road banner they were going to walk under, and the road banner said whatever the year was they were walking into. And 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 there was there was artwork there. There was um, drawing there to suggest that it was such a a journey. It was such a long journey okay. to get to that year banner. Yeah. And then beside it was the picture of the parents of the kids, and they were they were crossing the same banner, but um, the illustrator was able to convey that. Whoosh! Yeah. The year had just flown by, and, uh-huh. and years fl- flew by. And, and when I was young, I couldn't understand it. Mm-hmm. I knew it was a comic. Yeah. And and I I knew I knew years took a long time to get couldn't through. Wrap your head around it. But I just didn't understand. I what. can't believe you remember that because you likely don't remember what you had for dinner last night. Salad. <laughs> huh. <laughs> Better than what you think. So. And I do remember what we were talking about yes. before we took a break. Oh, we, yes. We Treb, were, we're, we're, on, we're on the edge of our seat. Oh, my goodness. We are. <laughs> You're a big help. <laughs> <laughs> so it, this is a good one. This is a good one. I know. I'm, I'm interested in hearing the ending. Okay. So, so anyways, the Toronto Real Estate Board, they're battling with some members because members want to publicly publish all sales data. Treb says no. Yes. It's violating privacy issues so the competition bureau gets involved in this as well yes and the competition bureau is siding with these realtors who want to publicly publish because they're saying no if you if you take this away then then you're getting rid of competition in the business place uh you know and you're you're getting what what did they say you're you're eliminating um a chance for people to uh, have digital innovation. And and so, anyways, the Competition Bureau, they're the federal watchdog uh, designed to protect consumer yes. interests, um, Canadian consumers. So, long battle started in 2011. Finally, there was a tribunal uh, um, ruling in April 2016, and they said that the realtors could publish this information. But then, Treb, they they took it to a federal court of appeal, because they said no, this this ruling is wrong. We think we have more information, I guess, and and they so they took it to that federal court of appeal, and the federal court of appeal upheld the uh, tribunal's ruling. Um, so, 2018 was like the last stand, and they wanted uh, Treb was taking it to the. Um, Want to take it to an appeal to the Supreme Court, but they lost their bid to appeal. Uh, they were told, no, uh, the ruling is going to be upheld, you um, know. Upheld. Yeah. So now, if realtors want, if Treb realtors want, they can just publicly broadcast all the sales data that they would like. And how do you feel about that? You are a Treb, a member of Treb. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about that? So this is a big deal, and I bring it up because it was a big deal, but I really didn't care. <laughs> I honestly didn't care. If, if somebody want, 
<clears throat> well, think about it. If it in a in a realtor population, in a TREB member population of fifty three thousand people, there are going to be some different perspectives. There's going to yes. be different um, different levels of of people's ambition. There's going to be different um, intelligence uh, range of intelligence. There's going to be yeah, yeah, just different different pers personalities. Personalities, yeah. and so <clears throat> for the realtors who said, "Hey, this is of value to me. Mm -hmm. This is of value to me to just make all this information available." Likely because they they think that they might stand out um, by setting up some automated system where all this information is is divulged. They think this is an advantage for them to grow. And and obviously the other realtors, they're also realtors, are thinking, no, this is a disadvantage because now I think the fear would have been now people who want to sell privately for sale by owner, maybe they're thinking now they're going to have um, more of an advantage and they're going to, it's going to increase the for sale by owner population. I, I personally think that what what a good realtor brings to the table is far more than just a, a a shotgun broadcast of all sales data, and so I would agree. And so you know what the fact that it's uh, broadcast now it, it can be if the realtor chooses, no big deal. Okay. It, I mean, <clears throat> if I have clients who want to know information because they're thinking of buying or selling, or they are buying and selling, I dig it up, and mm -hmm. and then I I even I even take that information and I do work to it to make adjustments, to make it more meaningful. Um, even if, even if I had a client who bought a place 10 years ago and they, and they emailed me or phoned me up and said, Dale, I'm not thinking of selling, but there's a place on my street. Uh, they were listed for this. They just sold. Can you tell me what it sold for? Because I'm just curious about my own values. I would share that information with them. They're, they're, they're a client of mine and they want to know for the sake of their own real estate interests. So, I, and I mean, I can't see a realtor who wouldn't have done that, even without this ruling, right? So, yeah, not really caring either way. Good you told the story, though. Well, it was a big story. Okay. Another big story. Yes. Jody Ledgerwood and I just covered Yeah. last week. Yeah. Was it last week? Yes. We we talked about the legalization of cannabis mm -hmm. in in Canada and mm -hmm. how how this can affect the real estate industry. Mm -hmm. Because not only can people smoke cannabis in their home, but they can grow it now yeah. in their home. It'll be interesting to see. Uh, we haven't received a whole lot of information yet, um, other than the insurers haven't made any changes to their policies yet. But it will be interesting to see how this affects financing and if there will be something that comes out in 2019 from the insurers, um, you know, what they will and won't accept, what, what will they be, um, because, and also individual lenders have specific requirements for appraisals. So when a lender requests an appraisal, that particular lender has 
you know, their guidelines. So that gets sent to the appraisal appraiser and that lender says, I want to see this, 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 and this in the report. Will the lender start putting something in there, you know, do you, do you see any evidence of plants? Uh, Cannabis plants. Yeah. So nothing really has been sort of, sometimes we get little glimpses of things ahead of time, but haven't seen anything come out yet about that. Yeah. So. But I mean, just common sense says, you know, this is pretty new being legalized. So there's still going to be a stigma with, with a certain component of the population. Yeah. So that could affect whether someone is interested in buying your home. If, you know, you, and, and like Jody and I said last week, you have every right to say, hey, this is what I do. It's totally legal and, yeah. and we don't care what you think. Well, you might care when it's hundreds of thousands of dollars and a move at stake if you're just lopping off uh, a certain part of, uh, you know, component of the buyer population. And so stigma, I mean, it, in, in, in many ways, it's no different than tobacco smoking. Mm-hmm. You smoke in your home, you're going to get a lot of people who just won't buy it. Right. Yeah, they don't want to be, they don't want to uh, deal with the, the cleanup afterwards. Well, they don't even trust it'll totally come out. Mm-hmm. They say, you know what, we could get cleaners in here. Yep. They could clean it, you know, top to bottom, but yep. we, we don't even know if there's still going to be trace amounts of the smoke. So no yeah. different than that. And and I mean in the growing, and this this the insurers like you're speaking of and lenders are going to be very concerned with this. And I don't know this from personal experience, but I understand that the care for um, a cannabis plant is is pretty tricky and, and they require a lot of moisture. Mm-hmm. And so then... You know, water, water is no friend of a home. No. And moisture can lead to mold, and mold can end up growing in places you don't even see. Yeah. And mold is is a huge, huge health risk. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we, we talked about that. It would give that. me pause if I was looking at a home because I have so many sensitivities, allergies and sensitivities, that I probably just wouldn't want to take the risk myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, you know, and I don't, I don't have those sensitivities, no. but still I, I don't appreciate smelling it. And so then I'm thinking, do I want to go through all that work? Do you remember one property that we bought oh. and we were, <laughs> we wanted to paint. And so we were cleaning the walls with, um, TSP. TSP. And it was just brown. Brown was just dripping. Drooling. That down. wasn't the color of the walls. No. But when <laughs> we applied the TSP. It was just brown sludge coming down the walls. Yeah, that was that a, was a well-smoked-in home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So 2018, uh, the uh, residential, the, the stats look so much different. And we, we talked about this earlier, saying, you know, it's the year of uh, return of the home inspector and, yep. and return of different conditions because the market was so different. Just a couple stats to see how different it was. Uh, number re- of residential listings. So I, I looked at today, December 13th. Mm-hmm. And last year, I believe it was the 14th. So I looked at basically the exact same time last year. 
This year, we're reporting that over the past year, uh, 1,291 homes have sold over the past 12 months. Last year, I reported that 1,458 were sold over the past year. So we've sold 167 less homes in Northumberland County over the past year than we did the year before. That's so, significant. Yeah, 11, 11.5% drop in sales. So pretty significant. And uh, I was trying to find, too, the statistic, and I um, was not terribly successful, but mortgage originations were down um, in 2018. Um, yeah, I wasn't able to find, like, a, an up-to-date statistic on that. Well, could, I, could I suggest in Northumberland County it was down by 167? Because <laughs> that's okay. how many sales well, less we had. But Okay, but... but it's also taking mortgage originations, also taking into effect refinances. Oh, okay. Right? Yeah. So, um, I mean, obviously, it was down due to the, the new rules. Mm -hmm. um, but I couldn't find an up-to-date statistic on that. And, and, and we're going to get to those rules in just a minute. I got two more stats here to show the difference. Um, the average selling price uh, over the past year. Now... In Northumberland County, and these stats are the borders of Northumberland County, the physical borders, mm -hmm. those sales that happened over the year of 2017, the average selling price of residential sales was, uh, was 416000 and change. This year, 413000 and change. So... Our prices actually marginally went down if we look at the 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 average sale price of the total homes that sold over yeah. the past twelve months. So they actually went down, went down by 0.66 percent. The other the other stat I want to look at is days on market. How long did did it sell on average to sell a home? Okay. Well, in 2017 we were 36 days, and this this year were 47 days okay so it's taken about 47 days um which 10 days more yeah 11 days more doesn't seem like that much longer but it's it's over 30 percent longer yeah so percentage wise it, it grew mm -hmm. it grew quite a bit mm -hmm. so mortgage rules right you you mentioned uh you know the um Decrease in originations mm -hmm. uh, in part would be because of uh, less refinancing. What, and you said that had to do with the rules somewhat. Mm -hmm. What kind of rules did we see here in 2018 to the mortgage industry? So obviously the stress test, which was a huge one. And, and one of the components of that were um, for uninsured mortgages. So people with more than... 20% down, um, no longer could we qualify them on the contract rate. The contract rate beating, being the actual interest rate you get, the actual interest rate your mortgage payment is based on, which is usually a discounted rate. Um, now, you know, with that new rule, we ha it either, either had to be qualifying on the greater of the, it was the, either the greater of the five-year benchmark rate or the lender's contract rate plus 
So mm-hmm. <clears throat> that made a massive difference. Um, and was very confusing to a lot of people too, because, you know, I think I've spoken to this before, you know, we had people who, you know, they lived in their home for quite a few years. It's been a while since they, they uh, applied for a mortgage. <clears throat> they, they know they have good credit, they have good income. They're easily affording the mortgage they have now. They go and they want to apply either to refinance or to move. And they're told, uh-oh. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, and prior to that, you only were stress test if you had... Less than 20%. Less than down. 20%. But, so, but that was a new thing that was implemented too. So that was... But not in 2018. Yeah. yeah. So um, that was probably the biggest change and that was likely the biggest impact on on refinances because you can't you can only refinance if you have more than uh 20 percent equity in your home all right well i think you have some more rule changes don't you cliffhanger cliffhanger and we're going to take a break now so folks you've been listening to reality realty northumberland 89.7 fm's local real estate talk Join us after this break, and we're going to continue to look back on what happened in the real estate market in 2018 and maybe even give some very accurate predictions for 2019. Welcome back. This is your local real estate forum, Northumberland 897 FM's Reality Realty with Dale Bryant. And our guest today is the lovely and the talented Carol Ann Bryant. Why, thank you. So, Carol Ann... Before the yep. break, rules. you were you were talking about mortgage rules that were implemented in 2018. Mm-hmm. Uh, you you talked about the, the one stress the stress yeah. test for people who actually had 20 percent uh, down payment or more. Yeah. Um, the other impact of that stress test were people that had renewals coming up in 2018. So their mortgage is, was coming up for a renewal, and they wanted to shop around for a better rate. Well, a lot of people had to stick with their existing lender because if you stuck with your existing lender and just signed your renewal form, you didn't have to be stressed. There was no stress test. If you were to move to a new lender to get a better interest rate, you had to be stress test. Mm. So that, unfortunately, meant that some people had to take an unfavorable rate. Where's the competition bureau in that one? I know. It was, was, um, believe me, there has been much lobbying on the part of industry the mortgage industry about this particular stress test and how that really hurt people from because if you think about it um the financial financial institution knows this they have access to your your financial information like if you're with a big bank yeah and they can sort of go behind the scenes and go okay these people won't stress test if they move. So we're just going to say this is what your renewal rate is, and you're stuck with it. But um, I would say like a, a little bit offside of this. Well, not offside, but a little thing to think about. If if you are in that position and you have not been able to move, don't, don't take a five-year term. Maybe look at just taking a one-year term. Um, and then you're not because the one-year term is likely a much better interest rate than a five-year. People are so stuck on having to do a five-year term. Mm-hmm. It's like in their in their mind, oh, five-year, five-year. No, it's not. You don't have to. That can be a strategy. Do a one-year term and then see what happens a year from now. Or two or a three. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to take the five-year term. Or a term. ten. Okay, yeah. 
could do that too. All right. Any, um, any yeah, other so rules? Other, uh, no more bundling. 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 This sounds so, like Bell. <laughs> yeah. No more bundling. So oh, oh, I should back up and say another part of the rules in 2018 that lenders really had to um, enhance their loan-to-value um, measurements and, and limit and ensure risk responsiveness. So that's a big, long thing of saying that they had to really decide whether or not they were going to allow someone to just buy that house for for five percent down in an area that they considered a little bit risky so were the values of the property going to drop um so they really had to do a little bit more due diligence there so then this is where the bundling comes in if they were told no we're only going to give you a first mortgage of up to 65 percent of the of the purchase price um before the rule change people could bundle so then they could do a, a second behind up to up to 80 percent or whatever um that got taken away they were Mm -hmm. like nope that we're not allowing that anymore you cannot bundle you cannot have uh this kind of scenario anymore so Mm -hmm. they eliminated that all right so that sounds like a few substantial rule changes over the past year very big rule changes and and uh I'm not sure what will happen in 2019. I mean, in our, in our industry, we're hopeful that maybe some of these rules will be relaxed or there'll be some, um, you know, additions made that will make it so that people are not forced to stick with their, their lender. I, mean, I talked about, uh, last time I was on, I think, um, about the change with the HELOCs and, and that um, a lot of institutions, if you have a, a line of credit or an unsecured unsecured or secured line of credit, uh, even if you have a zero balance on it, they're going to assume that you've run that right up to the max and yeah. when they qualify you. And so, that's new in 2018 as well. Um, not every lender has done that. A few have done it, okay. TD being one. So uh, we'll see what happens in 2019. So Reality Realty, we made some changes here in 2018. Okay. We started to produce series. Right. Just like ne- Netflix produces series. Okay. We started producing series. So we did. The very first series was uh, with Megan Adams, a lawyer at Megan Adams Law. And we did Dissecting the Agreement of Purchase and Sale, three-part mm-hmm. series. That was an interesting series. Yeah. I enjoyed that. That was, that was the first series. And and. We didn't start that way, but we just knew that we wanted to get into it so deep, we couldn't do it all in one show. Of course, yeah. And we ended up with this three-part series, which I found really interesting. After that, uh, I had Carol Ann, a different Carol Ann, mm-hmm. Carol Ann Bell-Smith in here. And Carol Ann and I, we were looking at accessible homes and universal design within uh, real estate. Mm-hmm. and. And that ended up being a four-part series. Again, very interesting. I learned things I, I wasn't aware of. Yeah. There's, there's a lot to think yeah. about if, if you have a disability and, uh, and just how your f- home can be functional, but at the same time, not making it look institutional and, mm-hmm. and losing value. Yeah. And, so, and, and it's surprising how many of the contemporary and sought-after features within a home actually uh, are on parallel with 
what is required to make a home accessible. Mm-hmm. So a really neat. And then and then we did the most recent one. It was actually a five part series. It seemed to be like a good thing. Just ke- kept getting better. <laughs> and uh, I had Nikki Reed. Mm-hmm. Nikki Reed is a, a real estate a real estate sales representative out of Royal LePage, uh, mm-hmm. same office I work out of, and she helped me co-host a five part series. And we we so. You know, we, we keep getting better. I actually gave that series a title. Uh, what did I call it? I called it Today's Real Estate, Perception, Attitudes, Persuasion, and Passion. And and it mm. was a series on the psychology of real estate. Yeah, another interesting. Uh... Yeah, well, I, it was a big series. Uh, Nikki, she co-hosted that with me. And, and then we had guests each yeah. Each uh, episode, uh, someone who was a, a subject matter expert in in that particular topic of the day, and, yeah. and you were, you were yeah, one I was. of them. Yeah, I I enjoyed that too. I liked the whole series, uh, the whole series thing. Yeah. So, so, so if you like the whole series, what what do you recommend we take on for ni- 2019? Oh, I walked into that one, didn't I? <laughs> I don't I don't prepare you for these moments, do I? <laughs> Just living with me should prepare you for these moments. Oh, but yet it doesn't, does it? No. Um, okay. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Well, I, n- uh, I don't really mean to put you on the spot, but it's something to think about. Uh, something we'll likely think about over the holidays heading into the new year. And, and I, I'd suggest to listeners, if you're, if you're a listener of Reality Realty and you have a, an idea, for a show or a series of shows, mm-hmm. please uh, look me up online and uh, contact me. You can yeah. email me, you can text me, and I'd be really interested in hearing your thoughts on what you'd like to hear for the upcoming season. Yeah, I feel like over the course of four, this four years you've been doing this, right? Over four years. Yeah. We're I into our like fifth year. Yeah. You've covered a lot of a lot of topics, so for me to try and think about it, but I'm sure the listeners at home will think, "Oh, I'd be I'd be interested in hearing more about this, or or this would be uh, you know an interesting topic." So yeah, email them, call them. Mm-hmm. And we've covered a lot of topics. We've and covered some, a and lot, some, and some we've covered twice yeah. over you know the the years. But look back last year, uh, last mm-hmm. week, first time covering cannabis and the real estate industry. The week before, we did condos. We'd never done a, a show on condos. So, yeah, yeah that was good. We're yeah. still coming up with new yeah. stuff all the time. Um, so, some of the things that have changed mm-hmm. over 2018, but if you look at the big picture, uh, as much as they've changed, they've stayed the same. And so, one of the things has to do with you. And so, okay. I would say, historically speaking, and 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 you're free to correct me uh, if you disagree. Historically speaking, mm-hmm. we have great mortgage rates today, but they have changed a whole lot since this exact same time last year. Yes. When I look at today, we reported uh, mortgage rate at three point five nine percent, and on December fourteen, two thousand seventeen, I reported. 2.94 percent mm-hmm. 2.94 then mm-hmm. 3.59 now that's a huge difference but really and truly was was the same is they're still great historically speaking yes they they are and 
And the reality is that is a, a, a difference. But over on on a loan amount over twenty five years, it's not it's not a huge difference as if we were to go up into the five percent range, right? Mm-hmm. That would be catastrophic to some people. And that was part of why the stress test was brought in, why the government said, you know what, we need to protect people um, should should interest rates, because it was all indications it was going up, going up, and, and we're going to talk about that, I guess, in a, in a second. Um, so, yeah, you're right. I mean, that, that's still, 3.59 is still historically low. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And... And I mean the the other thing the other thing that has changed, but basically big picture remains the same, is the inventory, the amount of residential homes that are for sale in Northumberland County. Mm-hmm. We we have low inventory. We've had low inventory for years. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's different. We have uh, today we have three hundred and forty eight residential listings for sale in our county, and last year at this time it was only two twenty nine. So that's a a big number change, but really and truly, both signify that we're in seller's markets with low inventory. I think this time last year, people were just exhausted from the frenzy of the market and people just weren't interested in putting their houses up for sale, perhaps. I mean, you just went through that, you know, whirlwind of a market and people were like, I've had enough now. (laughs) Well, if you were going to do it, you likely did it. Yeah, because and there you, were and you, so many and trades. And you missed the boat come, <clears throat> come November, December. You kind of missed the boat, yeah. right? So interest yes. rates. We, we just finished talking about a right. comparison. Where are they? Where? Okay, here comes our predictions. This is where I, I, I hand us both a little bit of, uh, you know, an, an opportunity for us to be wrong. <laughs> oh, and, 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 and you will be when it comes to predicting interest yeah. rates. Or or anything, <laughs> anything. Yeah. So what do you what what are they saying? Well, so one of the biggest things that happened over the course of 2018 is the amount of increases that the Bank of Canada made um, to the overnight lending rate, which in ef- which then in in effect uh, changed banks' prime lending rate. So Bank of Canada made five increases since since July 2017 mm-hmm. increased uh, they were 0.25 each time I believe um, and so then I think in July there was you know just before the July announcement the Bank of Canada announcement th- there was speculation that there was going to be three to four more potential hikes um, from then in, and into 2019 and as of um, December, the December announcement where the Bank of Canada left the overnight lending rate the same, didn't do an increase, uh, they started changing their tone. And um, it looks like we won't have a rate hike in, in January. Uh, January 9th is the next uh, rate decision. They had what they say, what the, and this is the term that they use, they, the Bank of Canada had a more dovish tone to their to okay. their policy so so like a softer Peaceful. yeah yeah so yeah. so now there's speculation that uh we're not going to see as many rate hikes the other thing is um the bond yield has dropped um 
it's had its largest decline since May, and it reached a, a two-month low. Um, and the bond yield affects the fixed rates. So the interesting part about this is lenders haven't, usually when the bond yield drops, the, the fixed rates go down. Mm-hmm. They haven't done that yet. None of the banks have done that yet. They're still holding on to these higher interest rates. So those of us in the industry are <coughs> predicting that in the new year, if the bond yields stay low, fixed rates are going to come down. That's my prediction. Well, Carol Ann, we're, we're saved by the bell because we filled, bell. <laughs> we've filled an hour, so we have no more time to do predictions, pr- do predictions and be found out to be wrong. <laughs> uh, thank you so much, Carol Ann, for joining me this morning. And um, good show. And I'd also like to thank uh, SMM Law for sponsoring Reality Realty and partnering uh, with us to bring you local real estate information each and every week. If you have any questions or comments about today's show or for any real estate questions, please feel free to contact me by emailing dale at dalebryant.ca. I'm an active real estate broker with Royal LePage Pro Alliance Realty Brokerage. And don't forget to join me next Thursday from 11 a.m. until 12 noon for Reality Realty on Northumberland 89.7 FM, Truly Local Radio. Until next week, folks.